Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Disclaimer. If you recognize yourself or think we may have had a great love story in my head without you being aware of it, don't worry. I mostly have great memories of those. You almost always treated me right. And for the time you made me cry because you flirted with other girls in front of me, I forgive you. You didn't know. What? Oh, I'm sorry. I was supposed to say, all characters appearing in this work are fictitious, and the resemblance to a real person, living or dead, is purely coincidental. Except if I actually say your name or give you a phone number, then you can safely assume I'm talking about you, Joey Capello too. But let us start by talking about him. When Ben asked me to go for a drink last Wednesday, I was so happy. This is going slowly but still moving forward. I have hope for this story. On my way to meet him, I'm feeling a bit anxious. I'm scared of how hopeful I am and I'm scared to be disappointed. It's ridiculous, I know, but I can't help it. I feel something will finally happen between us tonight. Seeing each other twice in a week, it's definitely a good omen. But I cannot fully believe it. When it comes to doubting, I know what I'm doing and I do what I know. He arrives a bit late and as soon as he says, I, I know I was right all along and I was wrong to doubt my doubts. He's a completely different person, distant and elusive like a butterfly. Right away, he's telling me how he cannot stay along because he has a dinner with a friend visiting from LA. I'm a bit defensive. We could have picked another day if today wasn't good for you. Him. No, no, that's fine. One hour is enough for a drink. Okay. I mean, I get it. Don't worry, Benny. We won't jump into bed. I don't think I've been inappropriate or even flirty last time. It's almost as if the pressure of scheduling something with me is too much commitment. And I thought I was the commitment phobe. It's not like I'm asking him to be my boyfriend or my husband. I'm not even asking him to break up with his girlfriend. I feel that on a scale of coolness, I'm pretty close to a polar bear. It's really weird. Despite my best effort, the conversation never takes off. It's dry. And we are not even at McDonald's or talking about terrorism. It's almost as if he's blaming me. But if he blamed me, why would he organize that drink? He does a couple of work email during the one hour we got together. I'm like, should I leave to get you do your work? He says a bit embarrassed. No, no, I'm sorry. It's just that it's a bit crazy right now at the office. That's why I wasn't able to do any other days this week. Oh, okay. No, seriously, I'm really, really sorry. And he puts his phone away for two full minutes before looking at it again. But this time he tried to include me. Oh, it's a text from my confidant. She helped me with the analyze of an email I received. I uh, look a bit confused. Yeah, uh, I'm back on the market. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Uh, yeah, I broke up with my girlfriend and there is this girl who hung out with uh, me and my friend last weekend. So I asked her to go to a concert with me and she was like, I'm not sure I'll be available, but get back to me next week. 
I'm sorry, what the fuck? I composed myself and played cool. Yeah, that doesn't seem well engaged. What is your confidence saying about it? Him. Yeah, the same. She says, I should let it go. Me. I can only concur. If she didn't say yes, she might be playing hard to get, but she's probably just not that into you. I'm sorry. I managed to keep my composure until the end of the drink. I decided to walk home. I need the time to think about what just happened. Every single thought I had are now back in revolution. He broke up with his girlfriend. Maybe what's happened between us really meant something to him too. But why is he talking to me about another girl? Is he trying to make me jealous? Maybe he's just clumsy and didn't know how to tell me he's now single? I mean, I already knew he was a bit awkward, but this is a different level. Two options here. He's either a good guy a bit awkward or a weirdly honest asshole. Suddenly, I'm overrun by fear. If he is a good guy who broke up with his girlfriend for me, it's a lot of pressure. I'm not even sure I like him that much. I feel on the edge of a cliff. Below me, the void. Oh my god, I feel dizzy. My instinct thought are, no, 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 no. I need to breathe. I mean, why not? I like him. If he cheated on Becky, it's because their relationship was already doomed. I know myself. I try to find any way to end up this before it's even started. Just because I'm scared and there is absolutely no foundation to my fears. Sometimes I see an attractive guy. I see the situation and I feel that everything aligns. Maybe, maybe it could be my chance to be like everybody else, to finally have what everybody else is talking about, writing about, singing about. But every single time it fails, I fail. So far, I think that I mastered the head and physical attraction part, but I couldn't give access to my heart. So now, in a way, failure is the expected. So, when things seem to be going in the right direction, suddenly, I go wrong. The fear of the unknown strikes. All my life, I've been scared of the unknown. When I was a little girl, my mom needed to explain to me everything. Otherwise, I would stop and say, fear, fear, like some kind of E.T. or something. To this day, as soon as I have an explanation, true or not, I can deal with anything. <sighs> I really like Ben and I want to be done with my bullshit. We could have a real thing here. I don't want to mess that up. Then I realized that he is having dinner with a friend, a woman he's known for a couple of years and suddenly it strikes me. Now that he's single, it's open season on Ben. Everybody's a potential threat. Who the fuck is that girl? And can they really only be friend? No. As soon as I get home, I go online. I remember seeing an aggressively fictitious girl on his Facebook page. Since by now, I know Ben's profile like the back of my hand, it's really easy to go back to this picture. From there, the jump to the presumed girl's profile is super easy. And it's confirmed, she lives in LA. 
From there, I go deeper, from Facebook to Instagram. Profile open. Bingo, baby. She looks trashy. Great, from plain Becky to skanky Susie. Bikini selfie with duck face. Lassive pose in tacky dresses. The party picture with the rose between our teeth? Yeah. Well, you get the idea. To assess the danger, I check back her post on Bounce Wall. She's clearly in the running. Well, takes one to no one, right? But he doesn't seem to be really responsive. He liked what she posted, but that's it. His birthday is coming on on Thursday. Last year, she was the first to post a picture of them, captioned, I know I'm one hour early, but I wanted to be the first. Happy birthday. <sighs> I need to figure out what I'll post. The thing is, I hate to be that obvious. I know how to flirt and to be touchy-feely when we are together, but write flowery message on his Facebook wall? It's a bit embarrassing, especially after that last drink we had. So awkward. I'll text him to take the temperature before his birthday and assess the situation. Facebook tells me that they have been friends since 2012. If something were to happen between them, it would have already happened, right? Could they actually be only friends without any ulterior motive? It's really difficult for me to believe that. Because I've come to believe that girls and guys cannot really be close friends without it running out of control at some point. If you see what I mean. A wink wink. It's really tough to explain it here in English because I feel that in France we have so many more terms to describe the different grade of friendship. Basically, we are to friendship what Eskimos are to snow. We have so many words for it. So, to be easier, I'll use friendly for the usual friendship you have with friends you see once a month or something like that, and mostly in groups. I'll use the word friendship for close friends that you are constantly in touch with and see often alone or in a group. The people you really trust, almost like BFF if you will. The Joey to your Dawson, the Joey to your Chandler, well, you get the idea. Another difference too is the type of friendship. From what I've seen in New York, it seems that here it's mostly guy-guy and girl-girl's friendship. They are not really mixed group except when it involves couples. And even there, the guys mostly hang out with the guys and the girls with the girls. In France, starting the middle school, we tend to mix up because, well, we are French, and possibly since we don't date, starting to be friendly opens the possibility to flirting opportunity, and as a result, stronger guy-girl's friendship. I'm a girly girl in a lot of ways. I mean, I like pink and glitter, I sometimes worry about glass ceiling, and I don't understand or care enough to even try to understand football. But I've been part of a lot of guy groups of friends. And even if I really want to believe in friendship between straight guy and straight girl and in true love forever, well, we are at it, I must say that I have absolutely no proof that either of those exist. Actually, when I was younger, I really, really, really want to believe that I could be BFF with the guys the same way I could be BFF with a girl. I tried 
not once, not twice, but three times. And each and every time it's ended up with me feeling bad, betrayal, responsible, and or angry. So I thought about it a lot to try to understand. I now have a theory, only if I lived with the premise that I'm not the only straight person in the world unable to maintain a friendship with another straight person from the opposite sex. And I don't see why I would be the only one. From what I've seen in real life and in entourage, in a guy-guy friendship, guys don't talk about their feelings and their relationship the way we girls do. Therefore, when they have a, this type of friendship with a girl, they kind of mix the friendship intimacy with the romantic one and from there, the leap is pretty easy because as would say Harry from When Harry Met Sally, no man can be friend with a woman that he finds attractive. He always wants to have sex with her. To what Sally says, so you're saying that a man can be friends with a woman he finds unattractive? And Harry responds, no, you pretty much want to nail them too. But I don't think this should be a seduction strategy though, because unfortunately you can never accurately predict how it will develop and you could get stuck in the friendly zone. A lot of guys are bad at being good friends and create intimacy, friendly and else. My solution now, gay guy best friend, until I'm proven wrong and finally find a straight guy friend and it doesn't end up with me awkwardly breaking his heart or him stopping to respond to my text as soon as he has a girlfriend. Thank you very much, Sébastien Martin. I know some people say that it's better when you get attached to somebody over time, even if you don't necessarily find them attractive. Well, I'm sorry, but even if I'm not looking for a prince, I definitely won't settle for a frog either. I need to be at least a little bit physically attracted to a guy to even consider something more. Huh, sparkles. To maybe finally one day get my little Alcatraz of an art to open. Speaking of making my heart beat faster, at the end of the drink, Ben dropped a bye babe while I was walking away. Was it specific to me? Like in a flirty way? Or is it something he says to everybody? Maybe it's just a shady way to not mix up the name of all his girls. If it's affectionate, I'm happy about the intention, but I kind of prefer for him to say my name, say my name. <laughs> I like the way he says my name, actually. But maybe he just wants to be my friend. <laughs> <laughs>